Welcome to the Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude podcast. We are so excited that you've joined us today. My name is Rich Watson, and I am the host of this podcast, and I want to share a bit about myself. I am a 20-year veteran of the United States Air Force who retired in 2015. After my retirement, I began working in the mental health field, helping veterans and couples find better versions of themselves. I've been happily married since 2000, and I have four amazing kids and one pretty okay beagle. I'm a devout follower of Christ who strives daily through all my flaws and imperfections to represent him. And I'm passionate about three things, my family, my God, and helping others. And that is the essence of this podcast. Each week or every other week, I pick a topic that has crossed my mind and try to discuss that here with you. My goal is that through my ramblings, there is something that helps you in your journey and on your path in whatever form that looks like. Now, to quote Dr. Dre... On to the next episode. Welcome to Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude. I am your host, Rich Watson. I want to start today's episode off with a very simple question. How aware are you of your day-to-day expectations, of what you're expecting from life, from your significant other, or even strangers that you run into throughout the day? Chances are you and I carry dozens, if not hundreds, of expectations throughout each day. And chances are also pretty high that you're only aware of a small fraction of them, which means the people around you aren't aware of them. So why does this even matter? Why even have an episode about expectations? Let me give you an example. I want you to think of a recent interaction where you became frustrated, angry, or disappointed with somebody. Now, this could be with a romantic partner, a significant other, a coworker, a friend, a family member. But you became upset or angry, frustrated or disappointed with somebody. But what caused them to be upset? What caused you to be upset? For example, did they leave the dirty dishes in the sink? Did they not respond to your text? Or did they not invite you to go out last weekend? In most cases, the anger, the frustration, the hurt that you feel has more to do with yours or mine or or unmet expectations than it does with whatever actually happened. So that's what we're going to focus on today. We're going to look at how uncommunicated expectations are harmful to ourselves and to all of our relationships. We're going to talk about a few simple ways of bringing awareness to our expectations, and we'll talk about ways to hold expectations, no matter how high they may be, in a healthy and positive, truth-based way. Now, anyone that's been a leader in their life, right, when we get our very first individual, when we get somebody new to us, and we're becoming their leader for the first time, what's one of the first things we do is we have a conversation with them about expectations. And oftentimes, that conversation includes some back and forth. And if you're a good leader, you're going to allow them to talk to you about expectations they have of you. And then we talk about what meeting those actually looks like. But how does that translate into our day-to-day life? Let me start with an example. Let's say you come home one evening, uh, anyone come home, and they notice that their uh, significant other has left a pile of dirty dishes in the sink, and it seems like it's been for the the hundredth time. And you might think to yourself, man, they always do this. And you're fuming over their lack of attention to detail and their lack of what you even perceive as maybe, maybe as respect. We've talked about this a thousand times, and I've said I wanted the dishes to be done. I don't want to come home to a full sink. Well, what's your expectation here, right? It's that they'll do the dishes. That's your expectation. Maybe you said to them, can you please do the dishes? But what if they already did do the dishes, just it was earlier that day? Or what if they're planning to do the dishes later on in the evening? See, your expectation 
actually isn't that the pe- the individual will do the dishes, is that you're going to come home to a clean sink. Is that they'll do the dishes right before you get home and leave no dirty dishes in the sink. So that's the expectation you have. If you've only communicated do the dishes and not can we have these done right before I come home. So again, that's that question. Did you communicate that expectation to them? If you were specific about wanting to come home to a clean sink and they agreed to that, then you can have a conversation or talk it over. But if you just said, please do the dishes, can you really resent them for not knowing exactly what you meant, for not knowing to read your mind when you were thinking, please make sure the sink is empty when I get home each night? So in this situation, your resentment actually has nothing to do with your significant other, with your roommate, whatever the situation is. They did exactly what you asked them. Your resentment has to do with the fact that you had some other expectation that you weren't conscious of, but are still holding them accountable for. So the tricky thing about expectations and even about uh, life in general is that we can't, nor should we expect ourselves to have to have to dictate every little thing that every person does. And we certainly can't control other people. We can't control life. And so we regularly face dozens, sometimes hundreds of times throughout a day where situations that we had um, thought how they wanted to play out according to an expectation, we didn't communicate it. We didn't talk about it. And that's where resentment comes from. That's where disappointment comes from. And those two things, resentment and disappointment, we do not want to carry those throughout our lives. And we certainly don't want to carry those into our relationships because we know how harmful they can be to relationships. And we know that they are, in fact, harmful to our own happiness. And in fact, if I'm being very fair here and honest and not making uh, making too sweeping of a statement about expectations, expectations are, in fact, the silent killers of relationships. Now, I want to be clear. Expectations are not necessarily the problem. Even high expectations. You can have crazy high expectations, and that's okay. And, and you, can be, you can be fine with that. It's when we aren't aware of those expectations in ourselves, or if we are aware of them and don't communicate them with the people that they involve, that's where we run into issues. So I want to give you one more uh, example recently that I actually came across. I was talking with somebody, and the response was, I feel like my significant other doesn't care about well, spouse in this case. I feel like my spouse doesn't care about me. And I said, well, why do you feel that way? And this was uh, talking to another guy, and he said, because they never text me first. I'm always the one to send the first text message every morning. If I wait for her to reach out, they never do. They never initiate a conversation with me. And my, my question then was, well, what's your expectation here? And he said, well, my expectation is that she would initiate the conversation with me. I said, have you told her that? Because in the morning, she goes to work, you go to work, but you go earlier than her. And so you're getting the, she's getting the kids ready and then she's out the door to work. And by the time she's out the door, you're already at work. And so have you actually told her that expectation? And honestly, there's a very good chance, you know, when, you're, when you come up to me and say, say that they don't care about you, there's a really good chance that your spouse still cares about you and completely enamored with you, but they simply don't feel that they have the time or the inclination to be the one to initiate the conversation, so they figured that you could. So again, just because you expect it to happen a certain way doesn't mean that it's true. Just because you they, they, the spouse hasn't reached out to you, it doesn't mean that they don't like you. You have to have a conversation with them to understand your expectations. So how can we do that? What is a healthy way to hold expectations in any relationship? Step one, like everything, is to recognize that expectation. To find hidden expectations in your life, what do you do? 
you look for resentment or emotional turmoil in your life. And I would say 90% of the time, you're upset because reality did not live up to your expectations. So start with that. Anytime you're feeling resentful or disappointed or even angry, take a moment, step back and say, what was I expecting here? I clearly know how things have played out, but what was it that I was actually expecting? What did I really want to happen and what did I not want to happen? Now, as an example, let's say you get upset when your significant other comes home from from work and they just kind of plop down in front of the TV. What were you expecting them to do? Was it to help make dinner? Was it maybe to take the dog out or watch the kids? Um, Are they being rude by sitting down to watch TV? Or have you simply not communicated your expectations to them? So the first step in finding freedom and breaking free of this is being able to recognize the expectation. The second step here is to explore the reality of the expectation. Just because you have an expectation does not mean the other person has to abide by it. Just because you tell your spouse, going back to the earlier example, I have an expectation that the dishes are going to be done when I get home. So if you can do that, I'd really appreciate that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that with your coworkers, not with your boss, not with your siblings, and certainly not with your family. That's not the way we want to live life is by dictating based on our expectations what other people are to do. That's one of the first parts of what I mean by exploring the reality here. And that's recognizing that, okay, I have this expectation, but they might not fulfill it. They don't have to do that. And if not, am I okay with that? A big part of this exploration here is recognizing that nobody else can read our minds. So once you recognize the expectation, it's important to have a little bit of dialogue with yourself and unpack it a little bit, right? How important is this expectation to me? And make sure you're honest with yourself. You're not doing yourself or anybody else any favors if you pretend like this expectation is not a big deal, if it truly is to you, right? You don't want to invalidate yourself here and say, yeah, well, I mean, I want it to happen, but if it doesn't, I'm okay. But that's not really true. It's important to look at that and recognize that because now you've brought some awareness around it. Now you're at least one step closer to holding the whole situation in truth here. So now you've recognized the expectation, step one, and you've explored the reality of it, meaning you recognize that it may or may not play out the way you want. And are you okay with that? Let's go into step three now. Step three is to appreciate the action. Now, you might have instances here, you know, and again, if we go back to that early example, the one we just talked about uh, of the person in your life doing the dishes, uh, where they even said they would, like we talked about earlier, they just didn't do it the way you wanted. They just didn't do it right before you got home. Uh, They did it at night before bed or, or whatever. That's really irrelevant. But if you take a moment to appreciate the fact that they did do the dishes, because I mean, let's be fair, they still did it. And it's not their fault that you didn't tell them you wanted it done right before you got home. So appreciate whatever the other person has done for you. If they made the bed, for example, and they didn't make it the way you wanted it to be made, so what? They still made the bed. But if it's really that important to you to have it made a certain way, now you get to have a conversation with them about it. And that conversation brings us into step four, which is to negotiate the situation. 
negotiate the situation or the expectation. So first you recognize it, then you explore the reality around it, then you appreciate whatever the other person has done for you, and then you negotiate that expectation. And what I mean by this is if it's really that important to you that they make the bed a certain way, and even saying that sounds crazy to me because it's just not that important to me, but you can talk to them about it. And you can say something probably better than this, but hey, thank you so much for making the bed this morning. And I actually didn't realize that I really like it when it's made this way. I'm happy to take care of making the bed in the morning, or if you're up for it, maybe we could do it together. Uh, and that may seem like a trivial conversation, and to be honest, it kind of is, but you can replace that with any situation in your life. This is how you talk about expectations. The key is to have a conversation around it. You don't get to dictate how the other person does things, or whether they even do something. Nor do they get to dictate to you uh, what you do or how you do it. But I am making some assumptions here, but if you're able to talk to this person, whatever it is, that you care about that relationship to some extent or another, which hopefully means you are willing to make some compromises. Hopefully it means that you are willing to listen to the other person. And hopefully you are aware enough that when somebody asks you to do something that you're not comfortable doing, you're also okay sticking up for yourself and you're okay asserting yourself and setting a boundary there. Now, this is a simple concept and it's gonna be much more difficult in practice, right? Being able to negotiate through an expectation. But this is, this is big stuff. This is the type of stuff that we're gonna be working on our whole lives. And this is a healthy approach to life and to expectations. And this is the secret really towards stepping out of a life of resentment, stepping out of a life of anger or hurt, or feeling like other people don't appreciate us that much, or feeling like they don't love us as much and actually stepping into a place of personal power. So if you can, this is my invitation for you this week as you look through those four steps and think about expectations. If you can, this week, think of a person or a situation you're feeling upset about and do some digging for any unexpressed or unrecognized expectations. And if or when you identify one, considering sharing, consider sharing it with that person or at the very least begin to unpack it. Get clear within your own mind about what it is that you wanted, what it is that happened, and then be honest about whether or not it was their fault or your own. Again, if you notice an expectation ahead of time, decide to do one of two things. Either one, be okay if it's not met, which again is fine. There's certain expectations you're just not going to want to share with people, and that's fine. You just have to be able to say, okay, I had this expectation. I don't feel comfortable sharing it with this person so that if they don't meet it, I'm going to be okay with that. And I might be disappointed, but I'm not going to resent them for it. I recognize that they can't read my mind and I'm okay with that. The second option is to communicate the expectation once you get it uh, and then negotiate with that individual. Figure out what it is that matters to you. Share that with the other person and see if they're open to meeting your expectation. And if they're not, see if you can figure something out that gives you a solution that works for both parties. Bottom line is this, by working to become more aware of our expectations and then putting truth around them and communicating them, we take back more of that responsibility for our own happiness. We strengthen our integrity and our connection and we become happier, more positive people. Rich out.